friends and neighbors, welcome to It's All Good in the Hood, Episode 3, Real Community, a look at the Parkdale-Cromdale Community League. This podcast is produced on Treaty 6 territory, a traditional gathering place for diverse Indigenous peoples, including the Cree, Blackfoot, Métis, Nakota Sioux, Iroquois, Diné, Ojibwe, Salto, Anishinaabe, Inuit, and many others whose histories, languages, and cultures continue to influence our vibrant community. And community is exactly what I want to talk about today. What is community? What is this quality of neighborhood interconnectedness, the collective vision, the sort of partnership that we've created in this neighborhood? Well, community can be defined as people residing in a shared space, or it can be defined as a fellowship of people based on shared values or interests. Well, we have all of that here. We have shared space, shared values, and shared interests. Community can just spring up, but to make it work in the sense of connecting people and creating a spirit of togetherness, it takes vision. It takes a bit of effort. It takes a sense of ownership of one space. And it takes an attitude of, yes, we can. Well, Parkdale Cromdale Community League embodies all of these traits. So I interviewed the current president and second vice president to find out just how they do it. So I'm here with Kevin and Stephen, who are on the Community League board for Parkdale Cromdale Community League. Um, Kevin is the president, Stephen is the second vice president, and we are recording again. I am so sorry, guys, but we can get through this. Okay. So I'm going to start the interview by reading out your mission statement because I love it. So if you go to the Parkdale Cromdale Community League website, so it's parkdalecromdale.org, under mission statements, it says to build a strong, healthy, safe, sustainable community, engaging friends and neighbors in an inclusive environment through sports, arts, music, heritage, social events, and programs. I love that mission statement. And I love the mission statement because it's extremely engaging and inclusive. And it makes me want to participate and feel welcome. So where did the mission statement come from? First of all, it was like a deja vu. <laughs> not, that, not that we did it again. Yeah, no. But, and also because I've been reading the same mission statement at every single meeting in the beginning of the meeting to remind people why we're here, why we're sitting together to have a meeting. They talk about some of the very, uh, sometimes heated issues or topics on how to make the community better or even better, I think. As to the origin of the statement, I have no idea where it comes from, but I did hear about a common saying that it's not being grammatically correct. All the commas and we should probably start putting some commas and put some of that. As far as I know, it was... It, like, it wasn't that long ago. I think it was only about four years ago that the mission statement was enacted. I think we had just joined the board yeah. and they had reopened the bylaws and that kind of stuff and they were reviewing the mission statement. So it was, yeah, it was, uh, remember, I think it was Alyssa and other people. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But we had just just joined the board when the mission statement. And we're kind of lucky to join the board when like there's like really good foundations and they have a solid base built to come help us to take the next step and become 
even more engaging than Kluger. So did that foundation had already been built? You had some really solid board members already? I think so. We had like, you know, Sebastian with the pre-yard mm, and all right. that. So he had like kind of like really tried to start this like grassroots kind of community building foundational thing. Like I know he got involved here because he was sitting on the step and playing his guitar and I think Martin came up to him, and that was a previous president, uh, two presidents ago, or before Sebastian, and uh, was like, hey, do you want to teach people that? And then, you know, that led to him thinking, hey, why don't we start a program? And now it's a non-profit, and like, it's like, it's like, that's, that's the great thing about community, like how, a small little question or idea or whatever can really snowball into like a bigger thing. Now he's got that non-profit organization operating in several leagues, like with Northern Anderson. And what's cool about it is, if you want to learn music and you don't have the equipment or the musical instrument, they will find it for you. Yeah, you just show up. up. They'll be like, I'm the violin. Because there is a violin teacher and there is a guitar teacher and whatever, and you're like, but I can't afford a violin because they're not cheap, or an acoustic guitar, even second hand or whatever, or whatever, right? Yeah. And it's not affordable for everybody, but they will put the call out and some musician or somebody that's got one sitting in their basement collecting dust will be like, give to this kid who's actually going to learn it, unlike me. Who has said for the last 15 <laughs> years that I'm gonna learn acoustic guitar? Right. <laughs> right. Oh, I know that, my friend. I know that one. Yeah. yeah. And like, it is, we believe it's as inclusive as we, like, as we, not as we can, as we try to be. Yeah. I think there's still definitely room for improvement. Like, if you look at um, census, there's a lot of, a huge part of the population that we're not kind of actively engaging in. And, that's one question that we not to solve. Like, is there something that we're not doing? Is there something that people, we are actually not reaching the population that actually need the help the most? Or how can we engage them and provide the resources for them to be part of the neighborhood? And basically just connecting people. Yeah, and I think that's really uh, what our summer students tried to take on this year. Not only by seeing their pop-up block parties, which are amazing, but they did, like, Taste of Parkdale and they did a multicultural. So they were really trying to focus on getting those communities within the community to like really be engaged with stores or find out about us. It's like, they might not, if you're not from Edmonton, you don't know what a community is. They, right. They don't really have that everywhere. No. Right? It's, a, it's a very Edmonton design. So, but you are doing a lot to remove some of the barriers. So, and you did something very, very interesting a few years ago, and you made your memberships five dollars per household. That is correct. <laughs> it's five dollars. Five dollars household. Five dollars to everybody. If you, if the five dollars are kind of posing a barrier for any family, please let us know. We're more than happy to waive the fee and have you be part of us than letting that five dollars be a barrier. So. I think that was the goal because the community is supposed to engage people. Yeah. And the five dollars does support us in some programming and events that we build for the community. 
But by no means the five dollars should be a barrier for people getting involved. So. Yeah, and that's per household, not per individual. And there's lots of perks. Uh, um, the Community. school library. Yeah. So you can purchase your membership with us for you know for five dollars or for free if you can afford it, and uh, you get a membership at the tool library. Right, which is run out of Bellevue Hall. And I believe they have people there who show you how to use the tools. Yeah. And it's fantastic because, you know, if you have any projects, do you really want to, you know, spend the money on all of the different tools or can you just borrow the tools from the tool libraries? Not even rent them because if you, if you go to rent them from Home Depot or whatever, it's based on the sum for serve and if it's available, but then the tool library, it's free. You go, or your thing, get a little instruction on how to use it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just amazing. And how often are you going to use that planer or whatever, <laughs> or child cutter yeah. or whatever? Yeah. You're not going to be using it again. So it's great to like all these just go in there. Yeah. And it's a good way to support a great organization like the school library. So if you want to check them out, they do have a website and you can become a member or a sponsor to them too. So I, I do think you're looking for a volunteer too. So a little shout out. Okay. So membership, you get the tool library. There was something, okay, you also have your community swing. Of course, every uh, Sunday, and uh, that's a great benefit for families. Yeah. Getting to go to the rec center, have fun in the pool, yeah. go down the big slide, and whatever. I, I enjoy it very much. I think yeah. it's, yeah, I think it's great. And that's kind of like those Saturday afternoons or Sunday afternoons are the time when families really want something that they can do recreationally. I think we've lucked out getting Sunday. I'm going to have to say, like, Sunday afternoon is pretty amazing. Um, And it's at the Commonwealth, and that's fantastic. So for the cost of that $5, your whole family can go every Sunday afternoon. Yeah, for a full year. Yeah, Yeah. which is fantastic. Um, And then also 40% off of the rentals at the hall, right? That is correct. Thanks for reminding me. Um, you, when you, with your membership, you're a community member, you do get the 40% off our rental. Our whole hall is, um, it's costing $60 per hour to rent the whole hall. So with the membership, you can really rent the hall for $36 an hour. So, so that's already a really low rental fee because yeah. some halls you're spending like $300. Yeah. And what happens? You've only got it really low, so you're making it accessible. Yeah. And which really speaks to what you're doing with your community week here. So you're doing more than just having the hall that you can rent and that, you know, sometimes there's a nice rink, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> depending on the year. Yeah, depending on the year. But yeah, volunteer. We need volunteers. To yes. Drive. Yeah. Okay. Right. Exactly. But you're making it, you make Parkdale, Palmdale community a community center, right? Like it's not just community. Like you were talking about the night where you had people come in with ideas. Tell us about that. Yeah, so we had an idea night back in, I don't know, May. No, I don't, May, let's say. And <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, <laughs> but So we had an idea night in May, and like the main purpose of it was to get people out sharing their ideas. So whether it was a program or a thing, they just came, this is what I want to do, and we were like, are you willing to do it. And if you are, we will help you. We will get you money or free rental or whatever, volunteers, whatever you do need. But you have to be willing to take that on, right? As mm-hmm. an individual community member. Like we want to empower people mm-hmm. to do those things yeah. and give them the platform to do it. 
Well, that's fantastic. So you empower them. You're taking down that barrier. Now they're connecting with you, and then with their program or whatever event they're putting on, they're connecting with neighbors. Yeah, we just want to provide a platform where people will feel comfortable and feel empowered to do things that they want to do or always they want to do. Maybe I own the acoustic guitar. <laughs> yeah. And two of the events actually going forward this summer in the next week or so, we have a nature walk. Well, I'm not sure if this is coming through, but um, we have a nature walk coming up on the 21st and also uh, a crime prevention event happening on the 15th. But I'm not sure if we'll get there before then. But. Um, yeah, it might not. I'm going to try. Okay, so 15th, August 15th. Okay, I'm going to try. But I do, like, now that you brought up the crime prevention, so on your website, so I love your website because it's so welcoming. I love that all the pictures have people in them and it's at the hall. Community members. Yes! Yeah, not soft photos. Yeah, not soft photos. <laughs> we do have a picture of soft photos. <laughs> but slowly those will disappear. Um, so it's really welcoming and inviting and it makes like for me, I think, oh, I really want to be involved in that. But then I also saw um, you guys list things, you list resources for people, like crime prevention. If somebody is getting in a fight in your neighborhood, this is who you call. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. You give a lot of information to your community members. Okay, here's a little crystal over there. When do you call 911? When do you call 311? And when do you call 211? So comment below and let me know what you think. But you can also find an answer on our website. <laughs> it was really clear. And then there's also, uh, you have a part about permits in it. Yeah. So helping people understand the permitting process. Mm-hmm. So you're connecting people to information. Yeah. You're not just being the community center that they're like, oh, okay, yeah, if there's developments, you know, maybe. Yeah. We'll and you can even find out about our board members. Like we have blogs on there interviewing each of the board members yeah. and finding out more about them. Right. So, yeah. Like connecting. The actual people that you know volunteer here all the time. I just couldn't be prouder and happier that we have solid volunteer base, and this community wouldn't be anything without the volunteers. So kudos to them, kudos to us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you were saying, you know, you made you made the memberships five dollars or no cost, um, and your membership numbers went up. Mm-hmm. Not only the membership numbers, but the actual revenue went up. So, like, when we decreased the price, the revenue shot up, which was amazing. That is amazing, because you're always going to have the same square footage here. Yeah. So, you could charge more, yeah, but maybe only 50 people can afford that. But if you can make it so a 1,000 people can get memberships, then they feel more connected to your community. They can come up to events and... Now you've got people connecting, and then they feel safer. And we 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 were talking, so listeners, we were talking in the first interview <laughs> that I did, and I erased because I'm very special. Um, about that, the one thing that we have in our community that a lot of other communities don't have is an incredible sense of community, yeah. that neighborhood connection, knowing your neighbors, knowing people down the block, having friends in the area. Mm-hmm. That is not common in other neighborhoods. No, I remember the time that we Steve and I were building a fence and it was like in the middle of summer, it's probably like now o'clock or something. Our neighbor actually show up with two full plates of dinner. Yeah, better. Like, and it's like salmon with that. like barley and yeah, well, coke and fancy dinner. You know, like it was amazing. It was like, here guys, you worked all day, here's dinner. We're like, you know, they're probably 
<laughs> and your neighbors did that. Yeah, they saw us working. We, they knew we didn't take any breaks, but we had not eaten, and they just, oh, yeah, dinner and a couple of things. For the evening, a little nightcap. That's so, great. Yeah, so we're, we feel very blessed every day to have the neighbors, and not only our direct neighbors, but just everyone we've met, and not only part of Condo, but the whole district. Right. So yeah, so this area is, so real estate agents call it Zone 5, but then I also include portions of Zone 8, so Spruce Ave, Westwood, yeah. and Delton, because we're kind of all in the same mishmash pot. Um, so we, like we talked about in the first interview that I deleted, <laughs> so Parkdale, Cromdale is one community, Lee, although technically they're considered different, two different communities. Two different yeah. But we don't, you don't, I guess we don't really know how long Cromdale's been partnered with Parkdale. No, I'm not really sure. Uh, I know, yeah, no, I'm not sure. Because they're kind of shooting the dog. I for you to comment, if you know the answer, please let us know. Like, I know it, it's amazing when you look at the map, because it's like, Parkdale is way bigger landmass, but Cromdale is population, right? Like, in oh, like a huge. tiny state. Because they have high, high, high density. density. Yeah. And it's also Cromdale, so I like the inclusive spirit of this, of your community, especially, so, with Cromdale, a lot of new Canadians or going to be new Canadians. Our president. <laughs> really? Yeah, our president. Oh. And Wong. Yay! He's a new Canadian, right? Well, My best I know it. Ten years. But, you know, like, well, I'm not a permanent resident. Oh, I'm a permanent resident, but I'm not a citizen yeah, yet. We're working on It takes place. a while. Yeah. So my bestie, she only just got her citizenship in November, and she did, like, her Bachelor of Arts. Her master's and her PhD in Canada, and then became a Canadian. Yeah. So it takes a while, but yeah. so Comdale has that. So new families, they have a really tight budget. They also are very uneasy. Like they, they need to get to know their community. Listeners, what I'm laughing at right now <laughs> is Stephen <laughs> reached over, took Kevin's glass of wine, and poured half of it into his own. <laughs> and I can't stop laughing because it's great. <laughs> um, so, Sharing. That's yes, a spirit. Absolutely. So then a community center like this, which has a very low cost or no cost if it's a barrier, with all of these different events, means that these new families can start to participate in the community, which creates a sense of safety, a sense of ownership, and reduces isolation. Yeah. Have you found that you've been getting, like, well, other than lovely Kevin, but do you, are you finding that there's that diversity here? I think definitely. We, yeah. we, I was trying to remember what I talked about last time. <laughs> I mentioned last time. Yeah, it's kind of hard to keep track of what we talked about. But this is also after a bottle of wine. So, yeah. um, I think I definitely, we, we run totally different kind of programs here. We also have a non-profit partner with the league running up. I don't know what the ESL. ESL. Second language. Although now we call it another language. Now we just call it English language learning. Yeah, most of the people probably know three languages. They really do, and they're like, oh, second language, you're cute. Yeah, so Canadian. We do have that, and and through the ELL program, and Sarah can correct me if I'm wrong, and I think we're engaging with very different kinds. Population within the Yeah, and they come out to our garden parties, our potlucks, like stuff like that. So, like, it really brings out that 
like the diversity in the area, right? Exactly. And you're doing that exact thing with community that you want to do that is in your 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 mission statement. You're wanting to connect with diverse communities and be inclusive of everybody. And I think it's really important too to show. And I know that this maybe is a little bit big on the political platform here to say, you know, immigrants do want to be part of the community. They just they like anybody else. They're not going to get involved in something that they don't feel included in. Yeah, and speaking of an immigrant myself, like I think part of getting involved is you have to feel comfortable. Yeah. Because like there's nothing more frightening than being in a foreign country, not knowing anybody, and have to make a living yourself and support yourself. And and I hope like this community offers some program and space for people who feel comfortable. I think that's very important. Like if you're uncomfortable, like you can. To get your own page on getting involved too, but we would love to have you and we really want to reach out, we always hear it. That's awesome. Yeah, and if there's something that we're missing. Which is normal. People have biases exactly, and blind spots. Right? So there's something that we're missing, we want to hear that too, mm-hmm. and we want to bring that into the league and make it part of the fabric of this community. And I have to say, we have a very strong board, and we've been historically having a strong board. Our yeah. board shut down the Cromwell Hotel. Oh my gosh, that place, like honestly, I feel like any bad impressions that people have our, from, of our neighborhood is 100% because of the Palmdale Hotel. Oh yeah, for sure. And our um, park is named after Sheila Boker. She's friends with my mom. Exactly She's amazing. Integral she was so yeah. involved in community. Yeah. She was also involved in the labor movement. So she's like yeah. a very community minded mm-hmm. person. Yeah. And you also got sued by coming to her bed. Hey! <laughs> welcome to the club! Baltimore's going after everybody! Yes. So, like, I was saying. we're referring to them Yeah, because remember, Councilor Scott McKean goes, he who must not be named. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's Baltimore! <laughs> I love it! I, I would just say, like, our board has been. Probably the, like, from my experience, one of the stronger boards I've seen, just because, just in terms of, like, actions being taken on, against some of these community issues. And I think, like, Christina's point, if we're missing anything, our board is super open-minded, and we have one of the strongest boards, I believe, because I'm biased because I'm the president, um, of the, of the whole community. And I think if you want to bring forward an idea, the board will be more than welcome to hear it on and be supportive of it. Well, and I think that that's true because you had your idea night. Yeah. Now you also had a grant. Yes, a micro grant. A micro grant. So there are four grants of $500 a piece. And, uh, yeah, anybody can apply for them. That lives in the Park Dead Condo area, obviously. And, uh, yeah, whether you want to throw an event or your program, or I think we did a fashion show with one of them. Oh, how like, cool. Yeah, so like anything that you're like, I want to do this, but you know, I need an extra 500 bucks, or I need $500 in the first place yes. to get this off the ground. Just open the door. But yeah, a micro grant is really good. But what I'm seeing here in this hall, like even look, let's look, if you look at your, your programs, okay? Children's dance class, pre-art, uh, Great Canadian Nature Break, um, collective kitchen. Literally, four meals for three dollars. Yeah, four meals for three dollars. Cheaper than McDonald's. Yes, and, <laughs> and, and less gastrointestinal and problems. Taught by our red seal chef. That is amazing. Which is pretty cool, right? So people like not only get to make the meals there, but learn a skill and 
something that they can take home with them. I think your neighbor. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. you're cooking with your neighbors, right? Yeah. You can make some new friends, new connections. Yeah. And, but that's, I think that's phenomenal. It's super accessible and inclusive, which is really what I think you're doing here. Also, you have really great events. Like, you had the Huga in the winter, you know, because winter, this winter, particularly January through to the end of April, was so horrible. Oh, yeah. And we, part of the Huga <laughs> is the Virginia War. And we actually went when it was like minus 30. Did you, you know? really? Was oh, it like yeah. the, the, we went to Canard Ravine? Or Old Rat Creek. <laughs> and we walked down there. You know, once you get out of the wind and stuff and you get down there, it's not that bad. You just gotta be dressed for it. But I, you know what? I ran down there in the middle of it all. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Like it, it's just amazing. It doesn't matter the weather. It doesn't matter anything. I think it's if you're with the right people, you can kind of do anything, right? Exactly. Exactly. And then we come back here and have some porridge and mm-hmm. just chill out. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to partake. You can even just sit in a corner and read a book. Yeah. You know, like, which is awesome. Yeah. And then you guys, tonight, you have a pickle potluck. Pub night. Yes. Pickle potluck because our acronym is PCPL. Yeah. We like to use pickle as much. <laughs> 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 Parkdale pickle. <laughs> Parkdale pickle. Parkdale. Parkdale. Oh, I, I think it was originally because downtown is the, uh, they call themselves Gettle. <gasps> oh, so you're like, pickle, PCCL. Exactly. Right. I love so, it, pickle. Okay. Yeah, we're like, we need someone else. And we're <laughs> actually in the plan for a full on next year, a full on pickle festival. So then you're, you have a big event coming up right away, which is your harvest. Harvest dinner. That was, uh, started by our growers dozen, which is our community garden, the name of our community garden. And, uh, the idea with that was to take basically all the things we grow in the pots that are communal and the community with it, right? So every year, I think it's the third fourth year now, yeah. and we have a big festival, it's different every year, but there's always musical entertainment, there's always cool MCs, we've had fireworks in the past, there's photo booths, it's just fun, right? So yeah. Like, Whole family. <laughs> yes, and it's uh, it's happening on September twenty first. Right, and you you were saying that like you're gonna make sure that you have something for people with food sensitivities and d- we, different. Well, we try and serve a vegetarian meal to begin with. Yeah, we find that that the work for most yeah. everybody. Yeah. And, and even for, you know, we make some zucchini noodles for gluten people. And, and you cannot grow meat off a garden plot, so. It doesn't really make sense. So, the idea of feeding it off the communal plot makes it by nature vegetarian. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, and so we start a new growing Ultraviolet lights, hydroponics, it's going to be great. And then there was the other project with your chain link fence. Yes, we are building possibly one of the biggest chain link fence in the city, if not, I'm going to say, not just chain link fence, (laughs) chain link fence, mural. So um, we have hosted a workshop to consult with the community and see what kind of stuff they want to put on the chain fence mural, and then we compile them together. And 
do some computer programming. We have uh, made a mural that comprises of 28,000 pieces of individual plastic color tile that will stack on the chain fence and and that should be going up by the end of August. So and you'll you'll need some volunteers for that, right? We will for sure. And we're also working on the second half of our Canardie mural project. Right. So all those murals were taken down last year and repainted. Uh, we're finishing up the last couple paintings in the next few weeks here, and then we'll be getting that back up in the Canard Museum, which is awesome. It's the largest, apparently, the largest outdoor gallery in Western Canada. Oh, that's amazing! Okay, so, I love running by it. Yeah, I so love it. it's beautiful, and it's, it's, it's going to be up again. So community, get ready for it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be there. It's going to be... Beautiful and and it is beautiful and and you want to if you want to have your work featured in the ravine, I think you still got a chance. So um, contact us. We will put you in touch with the organizer, and then one of your mural might be up in the ravine. Oh, that's awesome! So uh, listeners, check out the Parkdale Cromdale Community League's website at parkdalecromdale.org. It is phenomenal, and actually some of the information on it, some of the city-based information on it is good for any community, yeah. because it gives you information that you otherwise didn't have. So guys, you ready to just do the sign-off with me? Yes. It is all good, good in the <laughs> And that was Stephen and Kevin with Parkdale Cromdale Community League. See what I mean? They are doing so much to create community in our neighborhood. Okay. Until next time, take care of yourself, and remember, it's all good in the hood.